What's up, everybody? It's Chad. I'm just recording this intro for what we've come to affectionately refer to as our Skyrim Storytime cast. Uh, when we were recording our Skyrim episode, we went for quite a while, and uh, as I was making cuts, I realized that a pretty good way to trim down on the overall length of the episode was going to be to just remove the places where we were just telling stories. Um, and as a lot of people who've played Skyrim can tell you, uh, you end up with a lot of stories uh, that are based on the way that you interact with the game and all of its many systems. Uh, we didn't feel like these stories necessarily were additive to the points that we were trying to make, but I and, you know, Andy and JJ, to a lesser extent, find them hilarious, and so I decided to compile them all together and release them as this sort of bonus episode. So, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the stories, and hopefully you'll come back next week uh, when we kick off our first part of our now two-part episode chronicling our adventures with Dark Souls. Uh, thanks. All right. Okay, JJ. Yeah. So, in relation to your story earlier, where you dashed off of, like a cliff and fell ten feet and died. Yes. I've got a similar story. <laughs> First time I was playing through the game, so I was probably, like, maybe, like... Three or four years old. Yeah. No, I was probably maybe, like, ten hours into the game max at right. this point. And I was, like, I saved up enough gold to buy, like, my first horse, because it seemed like a good idea. Mm. Um, so I saved up the gold. I can't remember how much horses cost. They're kind of pricey. <laughs> so I saved up the gold. I bought the horse. And was like was riding out through the overworld. I'm a new horse, proud, yeah, you know. You know, and like you know, it's Skyrim field, so it's got like rolling hills. <laughs> so like I go, I'm like galloping along on the horse, and like I go up, I get to like the top of a hill, and like I, the horse jumps, and like it's maybe like he, it maybe falls like six, seven feet, like something <laughs> that like a horse should be like you know horses just jump that high <laughs> and they land just fine and they keep on going because they're horses their body's like a huge muscle yeah so <laughs> i make the jump and the horse lands and just dies immediately no broken legs no bro it did not it was not injured <laughs> it just died it just collapsed i had the horse maybe like eight minutes literally just like bought it at white run and was just riding off through the field and it died like by falling like oh man off a porch and you were in like third person too weren't you yes so, so you got to see I the crumpling of the horse yes. well actually when you're on a horse it forces you into third person so regardless <laughs> the only important feature is that you got to see the horse Go into like the Skyrim ragdoll. Yeah, it just ragdolled me. <laughs> yep. Ragdolled, and I was fine. I think, yeah. if I remember the, correctly. The way that Skyrim deals with damage like that is like when you when the horse takes damage, if like the whatever the damage causing thing is mm -hmm. only like interacts with the horse's hitbox, yeah. then it just considers you to not have anything to do, do with it, and applies the damage to the horse. That's why Which was I, all of its health. Apparently. Yeah, it just killed the horse immediately. Uh, that's why, like, it's a level the one game, horse. Yeah. <laughs> that horse had not done much questing prior to that. Uh, throughout the game, I never bought any horses, but I did steal a lot of horses, and I would basically use them like you would use a parachute. <laughs> so, like, I would just get a horse 
from the top of a mountain and just ride it straight off a cliff so that I could descend long heights like without taking damage. Because the horse would die and ragdoll and then I would walk the remainder of the distance. <laughs> okay, was your goal in this... I thought you were going to say you use them like you would use a rental car or something. <laughs> no. You're like, no, parachute. <laughs> You're actually more efficient than a parachute because you get to your destination much faster. Okay, so your goal here was actually, there was a destination you were going. You weren't just like, you know, skydiving recreationally. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, wasn't for fun. It was, well, it was fun. It became for fun. Skyrim diving. How did you learn this the first time? Oh, just like, oh, because I remember, there's a, a screenshot on my Steam page that I, I'll pull up for you guys at some point of me, like, overlooking a bandit camp and a horse and like I'm on a horse and we're just on like a 30 degree incline like like completely defying all laws of physics horse just like perpendicular to the plane <laughs> that I'm standing on I see pictures like this on online right and so all I did was then after taking that screenshot like started to move two feet to the right and just slid off the cliff <laughs> fell all the way into the bandit camp the horse died and then I just kept moving ah <laughs> uh, yeah so then I was like oh and because like, the way that you get horses as far as I'm concerned is you find an innocent dude in the woods who has a horse and you kill him and then you take his horse I believe that there are many uh, in the world of Skyrim who appear to agree with you on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you just, anytime there are no witnesses, <laughs> there is no law. Yeah, yeah. You just, there's no crime mm -hmm. if nobody knew about it. It's, yes. <laughs> that is the way the Skyrim operates. Yeah. Well, honestly, like, I tried to, like, roleplay my first character. I did too, which is why I bought my horse. In case anyone was wondering, we're back from the break. Uh, <laughs> um, oh yeah, there was a break. But I, I did like, I mean it wasn't like, I wasn't like super into it or anything, but like, like I do in most games and like I feel like most people do, I wanted to be a generally good dude. Mm -hmm. So I didn't do the horse parachute technique until much later. Uh, you were a broken man. <laughs> yeah, after like Skyrim became a mess of systems and not like a world that I was exploring. Um, but like during like the first part of the game, I would just like you know choose whatever I thought would be like the best dialogue option or whatever. But then I I also had these completionist tendencies, and unfortunately there is an achievement uh, for collecting all of the Daedric artifacts. So, the way that I built this into my character story, or at least how I told people I did, was <laughs> basically I was like a normal, like, sane person with heroic tendencies mm -hmm. who would occasionally just get, like, a voice in his head and just be like, I need to kill this old man and take a stick. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> so, like, I collected all the data artifacts, but doing that requires you to kill a lot of innocent people and, like, do a lot of really, like, nonsensical bullshit and sometimes get teleported into a realm to get a staff that sometimes just makes cheese fall on the floor. Mm -hmm. Which is just, like, exactly the weapon that Skyrim needed. But, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's my story for Skyrim story time, I guess. Cheese stick. Yeah, the cheese... Do you not know about this? No. Do you know about this? I'm. I think I might know what you're talking about. I mean, the I know of memory. cheese sticks. Yeah, what, <laughs> what? Like, 
the Elder Scrolls games have, Does this like, have, like... Is this associated with the quest line that has you go in, like, the dude's dream? Yeah, the yeah. Shiagorath. Yeah, that's one of my favorite quests in the game. It's super great. One um, of, like, my top five, for sure. <laughs> so... I wish the game had more shit like this in it. In your hours of play, by the way, did yeah. you ever get to the top? You got to the top. Of, did you ever actually meet uh, Parthenax? I don't know what that is. It's well, you told me not to spoil it, but I think that since we're here, and you're likely not going to keep playing Skyrim afterwards. True. I'm going to spoil it. Uh, are you going to tell him the fun fact? Yeah, okay. I wanted to tell him it like immediately, but then realized that I didn't want to like ruin like the reveal. Yeah. So Parthenax is just a dragon. He's an elder dragon, and he's still alive and kicking. He lives on the top of Hyderabad. He lives in, at the throne of the, the throne world. of the world. Maybe. Right. Uh, and he happens to also be voiced by uh, the Super Mario Brothers, Charles Martinet. Does right. it sound like I'll Mario? tell you. Yeah, you get out there, he's like, it's me! It's Martin. me! Let's <laughs> 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 <Let it> go! <laughs> But uh, the way I found it out is because I like I came to him in my most recent playthrough, and I was like, he sounds a lot like James Earl Jones. <laughs> I was like, did they just get to James Earl Jones to voice Parthenax? Yeah, which is not something that would be that surprising. No, it's for not. Bethesda it, to do. it would right, not. Right. So I looked it up, and it's like I clicked on the act. It's not James Earl Jones. So I clicked on him, and it's like. Every Mario game. Like, he's just yeah. a little voice of Mario. And also Birth of <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. And he sounds, yeah, he just sounds like James Earl Jones. Yeah. yeah, like, he plays, like, Mario and Wario. He plays a couple of Mario characters. Yeah, a bunch of Mario characters, and then a part of that. Yeah, Dude, it's like dragon. almost all his credits are Mario characters. <laughs> and then a dragon. <laughs> Dude, imagine that, like, that interview. Like, when he's, like, trying to convince them to hire him and stuff. Oh, when yeah. you're sitting, when you have a little lineup of people who are about to judge all these voice actors, you, know, you give them the script and all that, and then he comes in, and you, of course, know who the voice of Mario is, and right. you're looking for voice actors, and he just sounds like James Earl Jones instead. <laughs> <laughs> this is bizarre. <laughs> I yeah. hope that there's, like, a cliff online of him saying, it's me, Parthenetics. <laughs> I feel like, like Mario voice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You gotta be right there. Like, I mean, like you cannot possibly be more typecast than Charles Martinet. Like, you've been doing Mario for like fifteen years. <laughs> Either way, the maybe, whole point of maybe they knew him and knew he could do that voice. <laughs> that is also it was like his joke drunk voice. <laughs> yeah. He would like shift from Mario to James <laughs> he, Earl Jones. No, he got real drunk and he just started like reciting Mufasa's speech from The Lion King. <laughs> they were like, oh my god. <laughs> You're really good at that. <laughs> anyway, the whole point of like going into that, this is a very Skyrim conversation because I had an express purpose and got sidetracked miserably. It's uh, <laughs> a metaphor. Uh, was so the first thing I did when I like when I was going through the first I mean I did the companions quest first but I actually really hate the companions so I just I like the armor you get like I like the companions like wolf armor it's yeah it's, cool. it's pretty rad yeah. but I uh the first guild that I like 
actually tried to like get through the quest line in like a timely manner was the guilds or the Guild's Guild. The Guild's Guild. Yeah, the Guild's Guild. The, it was the Mage's Guild in the, ah, the college in Winterhall. Right. And, uh, like... I don't really like that quest line. I don't either. And But it's I wanted the master level spells and stuff, so I was like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. But there was one guy that I hated more than anybody else in that quest line, and that was the... What are the cats called in this game? The what? The cats. What are the cats, the cats called? Oh, um... Are they Khajiit? Khajiit, yeah. Uh, there's this Khajiit guy... Who just always referred to himself in the third person. Uh, and, like, they all say like, this one and, and that one and stuff like when they refer to themselves. But he specifically used his own name. And I was just like, I fucking hate that guy. Because I already hate the Khajiit. Not culturally or anything. I just don't <laughs> like design of, a, of the cat people. I don't game. really like it that much either. And I was just like, this guy fucking sucks. And I hate him. And I did the quest line or whatever. And he's one of my, like, followers now. And I can bring him along, but I never fucking want to do it. And I left. And then I played 40 hours of the game, and right. never thought about him again. <laughs> then I ran across one of the Daedric quest lines, and it was like, bring me a sacrifice. And I was like, I got just the guy. <laughs> like, fast travel to the mages guild. He's like, oh, you finally came back, Archmage. I'm so glad that I can come help you on your quest. And I was like, yeah, you can. <laughs> I walk his ass like halfway across the map, get up there, and then like just immediately stab him with a dagger. <laughs> Did you ever have any like like weird like bugs or glitches with like companion characters? I like almost never cared. See, a companion I didn't with my first playthrough, but like I messed with it my second one. And like they get like when you become Thane of White Run in the beginning, they give you Lydia, Lydia. and like. I kept her with me for a while, and then she just, like, disappeared. Like, I, I I guess she, like, I went somewhere, and, like, she just never left the building. Like, it was, like, a bug or something. And then, like, I think it was, like, I was doing the Companions Quest line, and, like, I, like, went into the building, and she just, like, never came back out with me. And then, like, she wouldn't be in the building. But, like, later, I came back there, and I was just, like, outside the building, and she just, like, comes out <laughs> and just, like, rejoins me. I'm like, oh hey, uh, you know, uh, what are you doing? I've been getting out <laughs> of this been... door for like seven, eight. <laughs> she, was just, she just decided to party with the companions for a while. Dude, doors. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that was I always had a really stupid thing I was gonna say. So go ahead. Wow. Uh, and another fun? thing I was gonna say is there's like a when you continue the main quest line, there's a part where you have like um, I. Yeah, I can, now, now I can't remember any proper nouns for this part. But, like, there's this woman you meet in Riverwood, and she, you'd go into, like, her inn, and she has, like, the secret... Oh, like, like that's downstairs. Door. That's area. literally the last thing I did. Okay, yeah. yeah. So she's part of, like, this, like... The resist- Blades. Yeah, whatever, yeah. The Blades. Nice. Yeah. And so it's her and this old guy, and, like, you're supposed to, like, meet them at these ruins, or they're supposed to come with you. Right. So I was like, I had them come with me. And, um... I'm, like, going along, and then, like, I get to, like, another, like, st- like another story moment that's, like, unrelated. Right. Like, and, and then, so, like, I have them, like, I'm, like, wait here while I do this thing. And then, like, I went and did the thing, and then, like, I followed that thread for a while. And then, like, I wanted to go back to, like, the other, like, quest line. 
So like I like I like made that one active, and then like I went to the place I was supposed to meet them, right? And they just weren't there, and I'm like, where did I leave? Face palm. Like where did I leave? <laughs> I was really and like, they, and I eventually remembered, and thank God, because if I hadn't. I just wouldn't have been able to continue the game <laughs> because they just stayed in that place. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. And hadn't moved. <laughs> this is another great example of just like the complete like non-logic that exists in Skyrim. Yeah. They're like, we were told to stay here, we're not gonna move. <laughs> like that you just like see a time lapse shot of like the sun and moon flying over yeah. their head as they're standing in the same spot. <laughs> the dragonborn told us to stay here. We're it not must, gonna fuck it's that part game. of our destiny. <laughs> Fortunately inventories are full of like thousands of raw potatoes that we can eat to stay alive. I had never encountered any of, like, the, like, infamous, like, weird dragon glitches, like, in my first playthrough. I think I only encountered two ever, but go ahead. I I did this time for the first time, and it was that same dragon that's in the field with the two mammoths. I guess the game just couldn't handle rendering. That's that's the first time that I had an issue with that guy. (laughs) For no reason at all, I just, like, shot a million feet in the air while fighting them. <laughs> yeah, that happened to not me, and I have another screenshot of this, but that dra- I aggroed that dragon, but I had also previously aggroed a giant and a mammoth, right. and I was basically fleeing for my life. The situation you just Yeah, yeah exactly the same spot. Yeah. Right. And what happened was, I ended up killing the giant, because I'd been fighting it for, like, nine minutes. <laughs> With just the fireball spell. Right. <laughs> I was, like, really low level at the time. and But while this happened, the mammoth and the dragon got into a fight. And the mammoth just started levitating and was fighting the dragon, like, eye to eye. <laughs> <laughs> and hilariously, the mammoth won. Really? Like, the mammoth killed the dragon. And I was just watching, and, like, the soul, like, went into me. And I was like, oh. And then I was like... It goes into the mammoth. <laughs> <laughs> like, fussed around as the dragon skeleton across the fucking plane of existence. What have you done, yeah. says the rulers of all nearby towns, as all remnants of their society are destroyed by the sky mammoth. Are you aware of the, uh, the dragon skeleton magic interaction glitch? No. This is the funniest thing in the world to me. Um, if the, the dragon skeletons, for some reason, have, like, some weird physics thing with them, uh-huh. where when they're sitting on the ground after you've killed a, a dragon, they can be moved by, like, a strong enough force. But if you hit them with a spell, they would just go, like, flying through the air. <laughs> like, they just accelerate, like, a thousand times. <laughs> and so, you just, like... And all of a sudden, you just see this dragon just, like... <laughs> like take off like a rocket into the air. Dude, I so that's manipulatable though. Like you can just do that. <laughs> I kind of like a really tiny version of that uh, when I killed the dragon in the very first like horrible death spiral story. Oh yeah. Uh, it was just that I thought it, I thought it was really weird and unsettling that like the dragon bones 
had physics because I killed it on a hill, so the bones were just sort of slowly <laughs> sliding <laughs> backwards. But because of the way it was oriented, it was like looking at me. It was like, <laughs> like, like climbing across the hill as bones and like <laughs> sliding down back away. <laughs> I actually had no idea the dragon bones had physics, right? Yeah. Because you would assume that like, oh, it's a giant skeleton, and every time they did big dragon bones and like an actual like visual medium, they're always supposed to be huge and imposing and like built into the land the most right. the most solid thing, even though you never think of them that way. So seeing them just sort of like havoc physics ragdoll down yeah. the hill was Yeah, they weigh like such they must have just given them way too low of like a weight <laughs> number. Because like yeah, they just like and they <laughs> this is really evident when you like start fucking with them by hitting them with spells. But like they have like a weird malleability to them. So like they just like jiggle. <laughs> I guess they just connected at the bone joints, and like so they just hit walls and like they'll like mash together and spring. <laughs> it's a, so in this game, dragon skeletons weigh almost nothing. You can put their bones right in your pocket and carry them around. <laughs> like just breaking all dragon conventions, really. But speaking of dragon conventions, yeah. See us at Dragon Con? Yeah, no. <laughs> Not that. Uh. Oh. Uh, more Skyrim being completely illogical. Whenever you finish a quest line, it doesn't... Whenever you do anything in Skyrim, it doesn't reset, like, any of its physics objects. It just kind of leaves them there. Yeah. For a long time. I don't even know when it resets. Like, maybe on a power-off, power-on? Not sure. When I beat the game... I remember going back to Solitude, and, like, I don't know if other people do this, but I like collecting unique items in games. Like, I just, like, hoard them. Yeah. I have two sets of the Emperor's clothes. Uh, <laughs> when I killed Orphic Stormcloak, I took all of his stuff. Yeah. All of his stuff. Just took every bit of it. I come back to Solitude. His dead body is His there. body is laying, like... Upside down with his head resting on the ground and his legs kind of draped around the stairs. <laughs> with, like, the new leader sitting in the throne directly above him in, like, the Yarrow pose. <laughs> and he's just naked. Like, like his Stormcloak's dead body is just in there in his underwear. <laughs> I'm so glad you mentioned the Yarl pose. I have a note on the Yarl pose and why there is just one pose for anyone all thrown. All thrown men or women of any race are just like the most arrogant thrown pose yeah. that you possibly have. Yeah, that, like, that swagger, you know? And when I noticed it, I thought it was insane. So I went to the other throne. I, I checked thrones. <laughs> Throne checking our teammates. But uh, no, I remember being in solitude and there's a dragon that shows up like while you're in the city. Mm. And like I was just like, I'm not going to deal with that right now. Like, fuck that dragon. So I just like went and did some other stuff. And like I remember like coming back out and like the guards had just killed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was just like laying there in the street. And I'm like, oh, in- take that soul. <laughs> and one bones, of the most like bullshit no moves ever. Uh, if you buy the legendary edition of Skyrim, yeah. or if you just buy the base game and all the DLC at the same time, uh, the cultists who are like the introduction to the Dragonborn DLC mm-hmm. show up like really early, and they will just hand you your ass. I beat them first try. I did too, but I just made the guards do it. 
Like, I just, like, ran through the town and attracted all the guards, and they just beat up the cultists. Yeah, that was one of the points at which I, uh, I earlier got, like, oh, here's a thing that, too, he kills me, I'll leave now, uh, was I started, like, the quest line and incited by those cultists, which I didn't know was DLC until I opened the map at one point and was like, I'm not on the same continent. <laughs> yeah. And why I've put 800 hours into Monster Hunter for you. God, it's 800 <laughs> hours. Well, it's only 740 on my main character. That's, uh, that's <laughs> longer than I played Super Monday Night Combat. Yeah. It's also more convenient to play than Super Monday Night. I, nobody can see this, but I'm currently like holding one arm <laughs> and rocking back and forth. And scratching. He stopped yeah, scratching, like, he was scratching. Yeah. Trying to like defend that I don't have a problem <laughs> You know what, kids? Fuck reading. So, like, right before I came over here, the like, I think literally the very last thing that I did uh, was I was in the inn talking to that blades woman we discussed earlier mm-hmm. uh, about the next part of the quest, and she was, you know, like revealing all the mysterious stuff. Now we're gonna like go over the countryside to get to this place. But while we're in there, uh, the other man, who's like her little lackey guy who just works there, is sweeping. But he like he's trying to do something with my character, I assume. So he's sleeping around and like notices our conversation, like turns to look at me while I'm talking to this other woman, like center screen, and he comes over, like as close as a model can get to another model. <laughs> now I was already kinda close to the other woman, so it's just a sweeping guy just being like sweep. <laughs> like not saying anything, <laughs> direct eye contact, just endless sweeping. The eye contact in this game is, like, just super funny. Because, like, any NPC that you can interact with will just, like, glare at you. And, like, so during conversations and stuff, you'll just have, like, people, like... <laughs> you like, they block by the... You know what we never Is the voice acting. Oh, how they have, like, the same dude do yeah. every voice. Oh, yeah. it's, like the, it's like the same ten voice actors do all the voices. It's like of all the places for them to skimp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They went it's with like, that. It's like every, like, male shopkeeper has the same voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's it's always really so weird. weird. Yeah, if, if, they're, if they wanted to really stay with the, like, quantity over quality vibe, they sort of just had every single person who works at Bethesda just pick a character. And also know? some guys, like, just on the street. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Obviously, you still get, you know, like, the big-name guys for people who are going to be talking a lot. Right. But for, you know, Joe Tavern douchebag. Right. Yeah. Joe Tavern. Or, like, just some hunter out in the woods who's yeah, just yeah. going to kill and take his horse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can just make that guy's, like, screaming death animation. Just pick Just some guy, yeah, just scream. Just pick one guy who's, like, in the Bethesda like... office and be like, you seem like... You'd be able to imitate being stabbed really well, and and you stab him. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, oh, you would just actually stab him. Oh, you gotta be you know, authentic. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And be like, ah, Chad, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs>